We're so glad that you guys are here today, uh, every one of you. It's going to be a great day. As you heard in our announcement video, we get to celebrate, we get to sing, and we get to celebrate new life later this afternoon out at uh, the Marquardt Ranch. We hope that you'll come and join us. You've got to eat lunch today. Might as well do it with your, your spiritual family. Amen. So come on out. It's going to be a great day. And uh, we're excited to see uh, and celebrate with these that have said yes to Jesus. You know, that's why this church exists. For people that are far from God, we, we are here because we believe that the hills are still filled with people that do not know our Lord and Savior, and so we want to introduce them to Him. We, we, we just believe that the life that Jesus offers everybody is a life worth living. Anybody else agree with me? Amen. So we're glad that you're here today. I noticed that we have special royalty with us today. He's sitting, Pastor Bubba Stahl, the Shekinah light is kind of like shining down on you right now. I want to ask you and Beth, if you would, to please stand right now. Listen, before you clap, because we're about to show some 1910 honor. But listen, Pastor Bubba Stahl pastored here uh, in Bernie for years at First Baptist Church. And uh, uh, listen, for those of you that are upset with me being here, he's the reason uh, that we moved to Bernie. And uh, uh, Pastor Bubba and his family have uh, been a blessing to us for, for so many years. Uh, but Pastor Bubba Stahl was my pastor when I moved here. And uh, for whatever reason, you had confidence in, 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 in us. And uh, we love you. And I know that there are hundreds, thousands of people's lives in this community that have been changed because of yours and Beth's ministry. It's not just your ministry, it's Beth's ministry too, right? And uh, she writes most of his sermons also. And so... Uh, um, and so, but many people's lives have been changed, and uh, uh, Pastor Bubba is uh, Ben Stahl's father, uh, one of our elders here at 1910, and so we're honored that they're here with us today. And I want you guys just to stand so that we can show you some honor today in this house. 1910, can we show some honor this morning? Amen. <clears throat> So good. So good. Now, there's, there's, there's pressure every week that I stand up and preach, but there's like double pressure today because my, my mentor's here and, uh, you know, so, uh, but it is good and thanks for coming. They're going to be with us in the river today. Is that right? It's going to be an awesome time. So we're glad that you're here. Hey, listen, we want to continue. We like to pray for, for other churches that are gathered today. We're going to pray for Pastor Alan Taha at Trinity Presbyterian Church. Trinity Pres moved into their first building uh, a little over a month ago, and they, uh, yeah, so I think we can celebrate that. Um, they, they started, actually launched a week after we did back in 2006, and uh, so they, they are fellow Portable Church brethren and sistren. I don't know what you call that, but, uh, but, but they, they, the Lord blessed them uh, with the facility a little over a month ago. It's located over here off of Ammon Road, and um, Pastor Allen is a great man, a great leader in our city as well, and, and I thought it'd be fitting for us just to pray for them. Are you guys okay praying for other churches? Is that all right? So, so just grab somebody's hand next to you this morning just as a, as a sign of unity that we're, we're in this together and, and, and we're going to the throne. Father, today we, we just declare that, that, that there is no one like you as we've been singing. We love you, God, with, with everything about us we do. And Father, we know that you've got a great work that you want to do in this room today, but, but God, you're God, that's not limited to just this space. No, God, you're present and you're alive and active at churches all across our city today. And Father, we thank you for your spirit being poured out 
and pray that burning would be different today as a result of, of what you speak into the lives of people. Father, today we specifically want to pray for Trinity Presbyterian Church and for Pastor Alan Taha. Lord, we thank you for who he is. I thank you for the man of God that he is and for how he pursues you and, and spends time with you and puts in the hard work of preparation, Lord, as he stands to deliver your word. And Lord, I'm praying for an anointing on him in that house today. Lord, I, I'm praying that, that, that today your spirit would be so present that those walls would shake at their Trinity press. I know that they're brand new, so that building is sturdy enough. They can handle you, Lord. But Lord, would you just shake it, Lord? May they know, may they know without a shadow of a doubt that you are there, that you're with them, that you desire to meet with them, you desire to speak to them. Lord, you've got great dreams and visions for that house. Lord, I pray for, for someone that's there today that, 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 that maybe has never said yes to you, that today, Holy Spirit, you would break through their, their, their heart. And Lord, just, just touch it. And God, that, that you would just uh, move them and they would say yes to Jesus for the very first time. Lord, I pray for Pastor Allen. Lord, I pray that you would fill him with your spirit. Give him an energy right now, God. Maybe he doesn't know what's happening, but God, right now, would you just, oh, just give him an extra dose of a, a, a double measure. Did we sing that? We sing for a double measure. I'm praying for a double measure of your presence, your, your voice, uh, your energy, uh, what you want to say to your church through just do that through Pastor Allen today, God, not for his glory. I know he's an, a humble man, and he, he is not seeking any fame or recognition, Lord. He wants to direct people to you, so I'm praying that in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray today's a great day at Trinity Presbyterian Church. Holy Spirit, speak to us now. We believe you've got a great word. I want to pray against distractions in this room right now. I want to pray against noises. I'm going to pray against other voices. I want to pray against um, uh, people that are thinking about plans later today. I'm going to pray against uh, men thinking about who's going to win the masters. I'm going to pray against um, uh, just uh, activities that we're thinking of and schedules for this week. Right now, can we right now just focus solely on your voice? May your voice trump every other voice, every other noise, and speak to us now. Is anybody ready to hear from the Lord? In Jesus' name we pray, amen. We are in this series entitled Voices, and uh, we have been on a journey over the last few weeks. We started asking, we asked you a question, who are you listening to? In a world that is full of voices and noises, who are you listening to? And, and, and we just really believe that of all the voices and of all the noises that we ought to be dialed into, we need to hear the voice of God, amen? We need to hear from our Creator, the one who is the great I am, the one who, who desires to come and, and even blow through this room today. That's the voice that we long for. Last week, we talked about what if, if we need to listen from God, well, then what is God saying? And there are a myriad of things that God wants to speak into your life. There are so many things that God wants to show you as to who he is and, 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 and who you are. I love this morning that, that, that in our prayer time, I have men that pray with me in the morning in my office, and, 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 and I I love the prayer. One one of our of our men just said, "You know, yesterday I just I began to see myself the way that God sees me. You know, I I I, I want to look in the mirror, God, and I want to see myself." for how you see me. Is that not awesome? And for some of you here in this room today, you need to see that also. You need that same work in your spirit because you've bought in and you've listened to so many of these lies. Hey, anything that's written in black up here, black is symbolizes death. It'll kill you. 
if you believe this mess, right? Ah, but the words of red, the words of Jesus, right? Some of you this morning need to begin to see. So what is God saying to you? So many things. But I know of at least two things that I believe I have confidence. God is saying, I love you, and I've got a great plan for your life. In the midst of so many other specific things for your life, God wants you to know that, that he loves you. Someone here today needs to know that because you've not been shown love. You've not been told your love. You, in fact, you, you, you may even have bought into the voice of the man saying, hey, you're, you're, you're so bad. You've done so many things. There's no possible way that this God could love you. Oh, he does. He does. And he came for people just like you, right? Yeah. Amen. And he's got a great plan for your life. So if I need to be listening to God, who am I listening to? I'm listening to God. What is he saying? And he's sharing these messages with me. Well, then when is God speaking? That's the big question today. When is God speaking? Well, I want you to know that God only speaks on Sunday morning between 8.30 and 10 o'clock. And so I'm glad that you're here today so that you can actually listen. No, no. But isn't that how we think so oftentimes? That we've got to maybe be in a place like this, and oh man, there's got to be lights, and man, if there's a hazer, woo, then he's really speaking, right? If the band's loud, or if I'm on the mountaintop in, in Colorado, or, or whatever. Hey, listen, when is God speaking? God is not limited to just a certain time or place. Here's what we want you to understand today. God is always speaking. He's speaking to you every day, and he's speaking to you in every situation. You see, not just on Sunday mornings is God dialed in and speaking to us. The problem is that seems to be the only time that most of us are dialed in and listening, right? But God is always speaking. I I love what my good friend Tom Dunaway shared this illustration with me years ago, and I'll never forget it. By the way, Tom's running screens today, so if anything's behind, you know who to see afterwards, okay? I love that shout-out. No, Tom, settle down. (laughs) Settle down back there. I'm sure there's going to be a message typed on my screen about me, too, that I didn't put in the notes today. But Tom said this, he said, the voice of God is like, like radio frequency. There's so many radio frequencies that are going on all around us right now. This room is even filled with, with other, other frequencies of radio stations and things of that such. And, and, and the reason we don't hear is because we're just not listening to them. We're not dialed into it. See, that's the problem with so many of us when it comes to the voice of God. God is always speaking. His voice is always present. He's always with us. The challenge is, are we listening for that? Are we dialed in to him? He's speaking every day. And here's the deal. God speaks in every situation, doesn't he? Every situation. I I love this verse here in Psalm chapter 139, verse 7. It says, I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. Do you know that you can't run and hide from God? You can't get away from him. He is always where you are. He, he, he goes before you. He, he gets to some of the destinations and places before you ever even do. He, he, he knows the thoughts that you're going to be thinking even before we finish this. He knows that you can't get away. I love what the psalmist continues. This is bonus Bible in Psalm chapter 139. He says this, I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you're there. If I go down to the grave, you're there. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the farthest oceans, even there your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. I could ask 
ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night. But even in the darkness, I cannot hide from you. From you. You see, even in those dark moments of your life, even when you feel far away from God, guess what? He is still right there with you. If God seems farther away to you this morning, guess who's moved? It's not him. It's you. But you can't hide from him. Those poor decisions that, that, that maybe people made last night or, or, or this week. Listen, God is right there in those moments as well. You can't hide. You can't get away from God. Are you with me today, church? And with that, you need to know that he's always wanting to communicate with you. He's always wanting to speak to you every day. In every situation. Now, I have to admit something to you this morning. I can go days without truly listening to the voice of God. I can. I I can rely on Bible readings. Or I can rely on recent experiences of God's presence just to see me through. By the way, did did you know that you can read the Bible and, and it not change you or transform you? So, so many people can, can, can read the Bible as just a checkoff for their day, right? Oh, the pastor said that if there's any hope of heaven for me, I better read my Bible. First of all, that pastor lied to you, right? But, um, but, but some of us, it's just a checkoff. You, you guys have heard us say, read the Bible not for information, but transformation. You see, so many people can read the Word of God and not let it transform them. We can read it just for information, right? And so many of us, we can just read our Bible, but yet not hear from the voice of God. We can see and read the the, the words of God, but so many of us, maybe even reading Scripture, can just become rote. It can just become something mundane, just a checkoff on our daily to-do list. Are you with me today? Or maybe we rely on recent experiences, those mountaintop experiences, or, or, or we just rely on a great worship moment, or we rely on a great camp experience, or, or whatever, a great conference. And, and we don't think that, hey, even after I come away from that moment, that God is still with me. Listen, you can never escape from his spirit. And he's always speaking to you. He's always got something he's wanting to speak into your life. But so many of us are quite happy living on yesterday's manna. We're not, we're not longing for a fresh word at a fresh moment on today from the Lord. God wants to talk to you. He wants to talk to me. He wants us to know his voice. He wants to give you direction. He wants to give you correction. He wants to give you comfort. Folks, listen, for today, for today, don't live on yesterday's manna. There is a fresh word from the Lord today. Does anybody believe that? You see, God is constantly speaking to people. But too often times we miss out on hearing his message. People miss out hearing on God's messages because they're just occasionally seeking God's guidance. I don't want you to raise your hand, but for some of you, for some of you, it's it's probably safe for me to say that over the course of the next three services today, three experiences that we're going to have, it's probably safe for me to say that there's at least one person, just at least one, that's not given God the time of day since they were here last Sunday. I know that maybe they listen to Caleb or or what, but, but they've not really dialed in and listened to the voice of God. Are you that person? 
Listen, God is, so many people are just seeking God occasionally, maybe when they're going through a crisis, maybe when they're facing some sort of major decision. And, and then when they're in dire need and when they're, they really need to hear from God, people oftentimes become confused and frustrated when they don't clearly hear what they should do. And then they begin to start to wonder how to hear from God. Maybe they even begin to question why they aren't hearing from God. Hey, maybe you can relate to one of these scenarios. Your oldest son is rebellious and secretive. You're afraid he's ruining his life. What should you do? Ask God. Or or maybe there's less and less communication in your marriage. Something's got to give. What's the answer? Well, I would say, what is God saying? Maybe the doctor discusses the possibility of surgery, but, but you feel a little apprehensive. Are you unnecessarily afraid, or, or is God warning you not to have the operation? What is God saying? What's he speaking to you? These, these are just a few examples which, which show, I believe, the absolute necessity of hearing God. Listen, we, we, we either hear God or, or our lives become what I call guessing games. What should I do? What should I do? Well, what's everybody else doing? What's culture saying? What's, what's going to make me happiest? You know, I mean, and it, we've got to hear from God or you'll constantly be in, in, in like a ping pong match, bouncing back and forth, just a guessing game. What should I do? Listen, if we can't hear the Lord, how can the, he be the Lord of our lives? And if he's not Lord of, of all those practical details of our everyday lives, then our lives are not on the rock foundation of Jesus. But what they're on is the sinking shelf of self. We must be able to hear Jesus. We must be able to. But there's a problem. Houston, we have a problem. You know what the problem is? We're born spiritually hard of hearing. Do you know that? Now, I know that some of you husbands get that from your wife a lot. Like, hey, I don't think your hearing's just quite so good. And you'll, do you know that we're born spiritually hard of hearing? Do you know that? It's part of our fallen nature. You, you guys have heard me say this, but all of us in this room have this in common. For all have sinned. We're all sinners. Scripture says we all have that in common. We are, because of our fallen nature, we have a hard time spiritually hearing from God. But here's the great news. After those waters of baptism, we can hear from God. Are you with me today? He changes us. And when I say yes to Jesus, I'm dialed into him. And I should be listening to the voice of my Lord and Savior. I love what it says in John chapter 8, verse 47. Anyone who belongs to God listens what? Gladly. Listens gladly to the words of God. Anyone who belongs to God listens gladly to the words of God. However, did you know that even the baptized may be temporarily spiritually deaf because of some sin in their life? 
I just don't get or understand why someone who's, who's ever said yes to Jesus, who, who's tasted and seen that the Lord is good, why would we not be dialed in and listening to the voice of God? I believe that that's all of our desire. But you know what happens? And we begin to listen to so many other voices. And I just really believe that every time we refuse to listen to God, it just adds to that spiritual hearing loss that we suffer from. But it doesn't have to be that way. God wants everyone to hear his messages clearly. And I believe that it's possible to do so. The the key is to forget formulas. The key is to forget gimmicks for hearing from God and instead focus on developing the kind of relationship with God that will empower you to hear God speaking to you regularly. A show of hands. How many of you this would say that this week I know that I've heard from God? I've heard from God. Look, just look around this room. And if your hand's not up, that's okay. Don't lie about it. Okay, it's not that anybody's getting bonus points today, but isn't that great? God is speaking to people. And, and, and I don't know why he spoke to, to this person, but not the person. I don't know. But, but listen, we all have the potential to develop this relationship with him. And it's so close, so tied that we are constantly in, in regular communication with him. God wants that type of relationship to you. It's not about gimmicks and formulas. It's about relationship. The closer you get to God, the more you can enjoy ongoing conversations with him. And the more God will use those conversations to transform you into the person that he wants you to become. It's about relationship. It's about, just as we talked a couple of weeks ago, the more that you spend time in communication with someone else here on earth, the closer you're going to become to that person. It's about relationship. And spending time with him. God is speaking. He's speaking to you every day. And he's speaking to you in every situation. How? Well, just look around you. I mean, just, 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 just think about life. And the things that you're a part of. And, and in the weeks to come, we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to talk more about specific ways that, that God speaks to us. I already shared this with you a couple of weeks ago. God speaks to us primarily through the word, right? Right? And I believe that the words that, that, that you receive or the words that people have for you or, or what you sense God is calling you to do, I believe those things are, will always be confirmed through Scripture. Pastor Bubba, this is interesting for me. When you asked me to move to Bernie, I didn't want to come. And I don't know if you remember that, but it was, it was a several-month process. And so what do I do whenever I'm forced with making a move? It's probably what you do when you're forced with making a major decision. You start seeking wise counsel, right? The problem was I had too many wise counselors. And I had people on both sides of the fence. Should I stay or should I go? It was that type of moment for me, right? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm living in, in Denver, Colorado, Rocky Mountain High. He was born in the summer of his 27th year, right? You know what I'm talking about, queen, come on. It's, and, and why would I leave? And so I began, as most of you do, when you're forced with making a major decision, you support, you surround yourself with wise counsel. The problem was I had wise counselors on both sides. And I'll never forget these words that Pastor Tom Elliff shared with me 
pastor in Oklahoma City. He said, Jason, you're probably confused about if you should stay or if you should go. I said, Pastor Tom, I don't know what to do. I'm in a dilemma. He said, I'm going to just tell you something that's worked in my life. Your answer is going to come through the reading of God's word. It's going to come through scripture. And guys, can I tell you something? That preacher knew something. He knows some stuff. And it wasn't until I dove into scripture that God spoke to me and said, hey, and he showed me, Jason, it says in God's word, Bernie, Texas is like heaven. (laughs) Did you know it said that in scripture? Said that. I can't remember where it's found. Why don't you try to find it this way? Get in God's word. Amen. But it was through scripture. God wants to speak to you. Look around. Sometimes it may seem to you like God isn't there, but, but I'm telling you, God is going to make his presence known to you this week. And for some of you, he's going to make his presence known to you just through your daily experiences. For instance, he might use a tender word from a friend that you needed to hear at just the right time. Or maybe there's that coincidence that confirms what you've been praying for. I don't believe that there's coincidences. I believe that there are God-ordained moments. I really do. Or, or maybe there's a situation at work that suddenly turned in your favor. Maybe you've been praying about something, and all of a sudden, it just turns. The fact that nothing takes this all-knowing God by surprise affirms to me that he is already working in what I haven't yet handed to him. God's at work. He's working in your life right now. And he's speaking to you. And he wants you to know him. So many people, uh, you, you just need to know this. God doesn't only speak to us during the blessings of our lives. I think all of us would agree and admit that it's really easy when something happens in my favor. Oh, God is speaking and showing me something. He does, absolutely. But what about those difficult moments of life? What about God speaking in a pain and frustration? Those times that are just struggles for us. Do you believe that God speaks in those difficult times as well? Hey, read about a guy named Jonah. God spoke to him. Just read his story and see where God found him. You you can read about just a a common everyday journey. A a man by the name of Saul was on one day and God spoke to him. Got his attention, didn't he? Changed his life forever, right? Remember, we we talked a little bit about Moses last last week and, and God definitely spoke to Moses on multiple occasions in various forms or fashions. Listen, in not only in the blessing times or those mountaintop experiences of life, but God sometimes speaks through the pain and the struggles that we face as well, right? Some of you have experienced that. See, God's not just a God that speaks on the mountaintop, but he oftentimes joins us in the valley as well. That's the great thing about our God, isn't it? That even in those deep, dark times of our life, you need to hold on to Jesus. He's there. He is there. This past week, I heard God's voice more clearly than I have in quite a while as as, as I was going through an unexpected disappointment, a a situation that that had had caused me to go to him and and say, hey, God, I, I just don't understand. I don't. I don't get it. But it's during those times of our life in which 
we can sense his presence and we can sense his peace and, and, and confirmation that, that he knows what he's doing in our lives. Even, even when we don't, he knows. Listen, God knows some stuff and he's with you right now. He's speaking. Are you listening? How can we hear from God? I want to share with you real quickly before we leave just some things that I think are so important. We hear God when we're committed to Him, His church, and His Word. We hear God when we're committed to Him, to His church, and to His Word. Jesus says this in John chapter 18, verse 37. All who love the truth recognize that what I say is true. We also hear God when we become quiet, both outside and inside. Listen, we live in the noisiest world in history. We we have got to turn down the world's volume and turn off the TV. Turn down for what? Well, we need to turn down so we can hear from God. Amen? It's so noisy. And when we stop for just five or, or even 10 minutes each day, when we set aside a time just to be still and know, by the way, that's coming up in the weeks to follow. When we set aside that time to block out the noise, I'm telling you, you're going to begin to hear from the Lord. Just try it this week. Just try it. You got five minutes in your schedule? Do you have 10? Well, wake up just a little bit earlier this week and see if God doesn't begin to speak to you in those quiet times. We also hear from God when we simplify our lives. Mm. Simplify our lives. Never before have people been able to indulge their carnal desires as much as we do. It was really cool. I heard this last week from, from someone that said, hey, you know what? I need to simplify. I've got to slow down. I've got to cut back in some areas. If the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you right? And that's the victory he's winning in so many of our lives. First Peter chapter 2, verse 11, dear friends, I warn you, as a temporary resident and foreigner, you know that this is not our home, right? This is just a temporary place for us. I warn you as a temporary resident and foreigner to keep away from the worldly desires that wage war against your very souls. Our lifestyles can distract us from God, can't they? And, 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 and the things that you're involved with, they're, they're good. I don't believe that, that any of us are going out and knowingly participating in, in just bad, destructive behaviors that the Surgeon General has said to steer clear from, right? Some people, it just, it's, just, it's just the busyness of life. It's, it's trying to meet all the demands. We have to learn to say yes to the best and no to the rest. You've got to. But our life distracts us from God. Listen, when we simplify our lives, we seem to amplify God's voice. If I can encourage you with something today, it'd be this. Simplify to amplify. Simplify to amplify. Listen, our Lord is a super communicator. Let, let, let's sit at his feet. Pastor Robert, you prayed that this morning. I don't know if you remember that. You prayed that prayer about Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus. You remember that? Thank you. Let, let's learn to sit at the feet and listen to his voice. It's our joy. 
It is a privilege. He's speaking to you every day and in every situation. I love the Bible. I love God's word. Jeremiah 33 tells us in verse 3, Ask me and I will tell you remarkable secrets you do not know about things to come. Who wouldn't want some of that? Who would not just say, ah, that's okay, God, I don't want to know. Come on, if you're like me, you want to know. You already want to know what you're getting for Christmas, don't you? I've already given my wife what I want. I want master's tickets. I do. Why would you not want to know the secrets that God has for you? Church, hear me, listen, God's not playing some game of hide and seek from us. He wants us to know his voice. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. Listen to his voice. Jesus also said in Matthew 4, verse 4, people do not live by bread alone, but by every what? Word that comes from the mouth of who? Of God. Come on, church. It's time for us to listen. When is God speaking? He's speaking to you right now. Are you listening? Will you listen to his voice? I pray that we have a, 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 a desire to, to hear from him more, that, that it ought to be a longing in our hearts. I'm telling you, it's worthy of our pursuit. Will you dial in and will you listen? I want to ask you to bow your heads and close your eyes right now. And I just want to ask us, let's just listen. Because right now, God is speaking something to you. You you might be here this morning and you've been praying over a situation for quite some time. You you, you might be here this morning and and, and there's a relationship struggle. There might even be a husband and wife here and and your marriage has just been a little strained for some time. and, And you've been praying, hey, what is God saying to you right now? Some of you right now, through just the words we've talked about today, you understand that maybe you've kind of bought into what the world is saying that you need to be doing and what you need to be participating in and where you need to be going and what you need to have and all that. Hey, what is God saying to you right now? Right now. He's speaking. Are you listening? Right now, the voice of God might be calling you to say yes to his son, Jesus, to to just accept him as as your Lord and Savior, to say yes to this voice that has been calling you since the day you were born. Listen, you weren't born a Christian. You were born a sinner. You were born as someone far from God. Every one of us in this room have got to make that choice whether or not we will respond to the voice of Jesus that calls out to us. Are you listening to that voice this morning? He's been calling you since you drew your very first breath. Is today the day that you respond and say yes to Jesus for the very first time? He loves you. And he demonstrated that love. 
And I'm just telling you that if you ever have any hopes of hearing from God and knowing His voice and what He wants you to be about in life, you have first got to respond to His offer to become your Lord and Savior. You've got to do that. So today I want to ask you to stand with me and I want to just invite our prayer ministry team to come and join us down front. And and today as we get ready to leave, I just want to give you an opportunity to respond and say yes to Jesus. I'm going to pray and I'm just going to ask Dave just to play a little bit, just to continue to play as the voice of God is speaking. And I just want to ask you not to delay. Father, right now there are people in this room they need to say yes to you as Lord and Savior for the very first time. You're, you've been calling them, God. They've, they've heard of your great love. They, they, they know the stories, God. And people have been praying for them for some time. And I'm just wondering right now if there's someone in this room that ought to respond to Jesus. You come right now. Right now. That's why we're standing here. We're here right now just to share with you Jesus and to pray with you. Is there anyone here today that would say yes to Jesus? You come. got a big life situation you're facing you're, 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 you're longing for some direction some some counsel on the where God wants you to go and what you need to be doing maybe there's a family situation or, or struggle that you're facing hey listen we are also here this morning just to pray with you and encourage you in the midst of that that's the great thing about the body of Christ is that we have other brothers and sisters. We have other people that, that love the Lord and desire to, to the, the very best for our lives. And we don't have to go at this alone. There are other people that we can surround ourselves with to encourage us and, and to pray with us. And maybe you're here this morning and you would just come right now and just say, listen, I'm dealing with this situation in life. And, and I could just use someone to pray with me. That's why we're here. You respond, obey the Spirit promptly. I'm going to pray and dismiss us, and we're going to continue to be here today. And if we can encourage you and help you with any decision that you need, we'd love to be able to pray with you this morning and encourage you. Jesus, thank you for being a voice that still calls out to us each and every day. You're, you're not done and you're not finished and, 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 and you still have a word for your people this day and every day, every moment. God, through those good times, even in the difficult times, you are there. Just as the psalmist declared, we can never get away from you. We cannot go anywhere to escape from your spirit, Lord. You're there with us and we rejoice in that. Father, I want to pray today for the person that needs you. They need to say yes to you as Lord and Savior. I pray that today, God, they would not put that decision off any longer. For the person here today, God, that's dealing with a major struggle or issue of life, may they come and receive the encouragement and counsel that you offer. God, thank you for you, for speaking to us. Thank you for a voice that still calls out to us and guides us. We worship you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You're dismissed.